Welcome to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Each weekday, Dr. Crisp will be discussing biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Tune in daily to start your day right and deepen your understanding of how to better walk the way and enjoy the journey. Here's your host, Dr. Tony Crisp. Welcome to On the Way. This is Tony Crisp, and this is Podcast 352. Well, as promised, we're going to look at the timeline today of the period of the Exodus. Now, in order to get proper dates on the Exodus and get our time frame correct for this period, we need to look in the Word of God. There are many, many dates that float around for the Exodus. There are many dates that deal with the period of the Judgment the conquest. And so I have given you dates based upon what I believe is a biblical timeline. Again, every one of these particular dates have questions and they have passages with seeming contradictions. Now, the Word of God doesn't contradict itself, but there are seeming contradictions and there are answers to those. But that's not the purpose of this podcast. We are going through the great story of God and I don't want to get bogged down in apologetics over years and dating because I am following a timeline that I believe is biblical and you can spend all the time you want to in your own personal study digging out the timelines, but you will know mine before this podcast is over. I date the Exodus at somewhere between 1447 and 1446, somewhere in that time period. And I do that based upon a passage out of 1 Kings chapter 6. Now, we're going to go there in just a moment. And so you might want to go ahead and get turned there if you're listening to where you can. I would encourage you to mark these passages in your Bibles because it's important for the historicity of the Scriptures. But just to give you the timeline as to where we are, by way of review, everything that is in Genesis 1 through 11, I date is happening before 2100 B.C., In a more detailed outline, I would give you Abraham's birth at 2166. And again, that is based upon biblical timelines. And so I'll give you an idea of what I'm talking about in just a moment. Just hang with me. I date the date of the patriarchs, that is the time of Abraham from 2100 B.C. down to 1500 B.C. And I call that the patriarchal period. That's the second of the ten divisions or sections of the Old Testament. The Tanakh. The third section is the section we're in now called the period of the Exodus. One of the ways that we date is by getting to a very sure date, a solid date that we're confident of based upon the scriptures and moving forward or backward. And so I want to help you to understand how I arrived at what I have arrived at as far as the timing is concerned and the timelines. The division of the kingdom of Israel When ten tribes bolted north and the tribe of Judah stayed with its capital of Jerusalem and the Davidic dynasty took place at the death of Solomon in 931 B.C. 931 B.C. is a solid date. That's the date of King Solomon's death. And so what I do is I move forward, and that would be up when you're talking about before Christ, 
That would be increasing the number. The Bible says that Solomon reigned 40 years. Now, there were three kings in the united monarchy. There was Saul of the tribe of Benjamin, and then two from the tribe of Judah, David and his son Solomon, who was the son of Bathsheba. Now, the scripture says that Solomon reigned 40 years, and so you take 931 and you add a 40-year period to that, and that brings you to 971. Now, circle that date because it's important. Then David reigned seven years approximately in Hebron, which was the capital of Judah and the Judaic dynasty, the tribal headquarters. That was in Hebron. And that's also called Mamre in the book of Genesis. And you remember there were oaks there, the oaks of Mamre. And that's where Abraham bought the field and the cave of Machpelah. And that's where the burials uh, took place of Abraham, Isaac, and of Jacob and their wives. And so this is a date that I want you to get down in your mind because it has to do with the united monarchy. You take Solomon's death, 931, you add 40 years to that, that will bring you to 971. David reigned seven years approximately in Hebron. Then he reigned 33 years in Jerusalem. That's another 40 years. And so that brings you to 1011, 1011. And then you have the reign of Saul, which was 40 years, three reigns of 40. And from 1011, you add 40 years, that'll bring you to 1051. Now, that is the official end of the period of the judges. There was a transition with Samuel, who was the last of the judges. He was also a prophet. He served as a leader and so was in some ways a type of Christ, uh, like a prophet, priest, and king. Although Samuel was never called a king, of course, because he is the one that the children of Israel asked for a king. And you remember he warned them against it, but they went ahead anyway. So you have a transitional period between the period of the judges and the period of the United Kingdom or the United Monarchy, and Samuel is that key transitional figure. Well, we know that the period of the judges began in 1375. That would have been when the conquest, the 25-year conquest or so from 1400, when the children of Israel entered into the promised land, they had about 25 years of the southern northern campaign, the coastal campaign, all of those kinds of things. And then the period of the judges, I start at 1375 and bring it down to 1051. We we know that according to the Mishnah and according to that's the part of the Talmud, the commentary on the law and then the commentary on the commentary down through the hundreds of years, that Shiloh, Shiloh was the capital of Israel for approximately 369 years. And there are several places where you go to figure those out of the Talmud. If you go to modern day Shiloh today and you go into to look at the base of the tabernacle and so forth. One of those great guides will take you through this entire period, and I would encourage you to do that because it is a tremendous learning and history session about this 350-plus years of Jewish history that is centered around the center of the country called the land of Ephraim, the land of Ephraim. 
And so as far as dating is concerned, we go back to Solomon at 931 and we date forward. Now, why is that important? Because in the first year of King Solomon, if indeed it is 971, 970, in that six to 12 month period there, then we can very accurately date the period of the Exodus. You say, well, why would you say that? Because the Bible dates that in First King chapter 6. It says, and it came to pass in the 480th year after the children of Israel had come out of the land of Egypt in the fourth year of Solomon's reign over Israel in the month of Ziv. Now, the month of Ziv is the second month of the Jewish religious year, and it is the eighth month of the Jewish civil year. It is also called Iyar. Now, before the Babylonian captivity, the months, their names changed really after the captivity for the most part. The Bible calls this the month of Ziv, Ziv, Z-I-V. That would be Iyar. Like at the end of this chapter, when it talks about when everything was finished up seven years later, before the captivity, before the Babylonian exile, that month that it was finished was called Bul. B-U-L. But after the captivity, it was called Heshvan. That's the month that we're in now, this October, November period. Heshvan. That's after the Babylonian exile or Babylonian captivity. You see, the captivity changed a lot of things, and we'll be talking about this in the timeline. This was a real break in the history of Israel, and not only in the history of Israel, but the culture of Israel, which went primarily from an agrarian society to something other than that after the captivity, even though they were still an agricultural people and still are today. And so back at 1 Kings chapter 6, it says that it was 480 years that had transpired from the time the children of Israel experienced the exodus until Solomon began the temple. And so if it was in his fourth year, that would have been 966, 967 range. And so you add 480 to that, and it gets you to 1446, 1447. And so that is where I date the Exodus. Now, Amenhotep II would have been the Pharaoh during this time. He started his reign about 1450 in Egypt and would have gone past that 1445, 46, 47 mark as Pharaoh. And I do not believe it is the 13th century, the 1200s, as modern liberal scholars would say. And there's a lot of reasons why they say that. And actually, some of them have pretty good arguments, but it you cannot go against the dating of the scriptures. And so what I'm saying to you is this date is solid. You can count on that. Now, if you will look at chapter 6 and verse 38, it says in the 11th year in the month of Bull, here again is that Heshvan, that October-November period that is where we are right now as I'm making this podcast, which is the eighth month, that is the religious counting of it, not the civil counting. It would be the second month by the civil, but the Bible is using this religious count here. And it says in the 11th year in the month of Bull, which is the eighth month, the house was finished. It's talking about the temple in all its details and according to all its plans. So he was seven years in building it. So if he started in 967, he finished in 970. 
And so the temple was in existence during all of that time from 970 down to 931. Solomon was reigning during this time. Now, it's interesting that after the temple was built and the project was finished, it wasn't long. Solomon's heart was already beginning to leave. But as you can tell, when you read the dedication, Solomon was still where he needed to be with God. But it wasn't long after that till the women began to steal his heart away from God. And this is what God had warned him of. This is what Samuel had warned David of and had warned Saul of down through the centuries, God had said, be careful because evil will steal your heart. This is an amazing story of Solomon and his decline and his estrangement from God. And so as we begin to go through these dates, this is the reason why I date the Exodus at 1446-1447, why I date their entry into Canaan is 1400, why after the best I can read about 25 years of conquest, then the tribes divided up the land, Joshua did at Shiloh, then the period of the judges lasted all the way down to Samuel over 350 years. And then there was the United Monarchy all the way down to Solomon's death. And then you have the period of the Divided Kingdom. Now, that Divided Kingdom only lasted from 931 down to 722, just a little over 200 years. And the Northern Kingdom was already destroyed. And the Southern Kingdom was on the verge of it. But godly King Hezekiah turned to God in repentance, and God spared that nation again, the Southern kingdom of Judah until 586 when the third wave of the Babylonian captivity and exile really took place. 586 BC is when Nebuchadnezzar came and destroyed the temple that Solomon had built. And for 70 years, they were without a central worship center. That is the official period of the Babylonian captivity from 586 to 516. That's 70 years, I believe when they were without the temple down to the very year is the 70 years that Jeremiah the prophet prophesied of when he said that for every year that you did not observe the sabbatical year and give the land its rest. God says the land's going to get its rest one way or the other and it was the other. And so the children of Israel were punished because they did not keep the sabbatical year as well as they went into idol worship and went away from the true and the living God. And so I hope this helps you in your dating. Always you can ask me questions. You can write in to questions at TonyCrisp.org. That's questions at TonyCrisp.org. I'll do my best to answer your questions either on the podcast or to you in writing. God bless you as you walk on the way. This is Tony Crisp. Thanks for listening to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Tune in every weekday for information on biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Fridays are for your questions. Email your questions to questions at TonyCrisp.org. Then just listen for your question to be answered on Friday's podcast. That's questions at TonyCrisp.org. Thanks for listening and have a blessed day on the way.